If you're a 90s kid like me, it is very likely that you grew up watching Full House. Now, whenever I think of Full House, I think of this really funny story when I was probably a first grader and we were given the assignment to have a no TV week. And while the intentions were, of course, beautiful and very important, I had a dilemma on my hands. I was set on watching Full House every night, or maybe it was Tuesday, Thursday, you might be able to remind me, and I could not go without it. So I remember I started off very slowly and I asked my mom to just have it on in the other room while I was in the playroom so I could just listen to it and not watch it. Totally logical, right? But even though rule follower Katie was in the other room not watching it, I couldn't help myself and I soon found myself sitting on the couch crying watching Full House because while I really needed to watch it, I knew that I was going to face some consequences in my classroom the next day. All of this to say, I have come to be a lifelong fan and part of the greater Fuller House community, if you will, since that day. And I'm sure you have too. Now with that have have come the years of following the Full House cast as they've grown up, as they've had kids, as they've gotten married. And of course, we have all come to love and know Uncle Jesse, or also known as John Stamos. Now, when he came to marry his wife, Caitlin McHugh, I followed her as well, known on Instagram as Caitlin Scott. Bound, I have loved the way that she has shared her incredible career, her humanitarian efforts, her love of Disney, her joy of, of motherhood and having their son, Billy. And so when I was thinking of guests to reach out to for the show this season, I reached out to her just because I felt like we kind of shared a similar heartbeat when it comes to approaching community in the world. I knew that I had a lot to learn from her as she is one season ahead of us, kind of as a new mom, just to hear what it's been like really behind the scenes, behind the cameras as a part of marrying into the family of Full House. Now, if you do not know Caitlin, and this is your first time introduced to her, here is a little bit more about her. She might be known for her better half, John Stamos, and may soon be known more for their son, Billy, but she has her own thing going too. Caitlin has been modeling and acting for over 15 years, has a bracelet line, St. Amos Jewelry, in partnership with My Saint Hero, and launching today, March 28th, is launching her podcast called How Can I Help, where she interviews people who are making a positive impact on the world and figures out how to help their causes. This conversation is really sweet to me, guys. Um, Not only was it just a joy and an honor to have this conversation with Caitlin, but you will find us uh, talking about some of the more serious sides of parenting. You will find us laughing as we talk about our snack obsession and our love of popcorn, uh, uh, Full House, Disney, and everything in between. There's something for everyone in this conversation. And while I hope you love following you know, this dialogue with my new friend, I hope that afterwards you go, you head over and subscribe to her podcast. How can I help and celebrate her launch with her in the very best way possible by subscribing. Welcome to making room a podcast by gather intentional living and everyday hospitality. Listen, we understand that the way that our culture often portrays hospitality is unattainable. And sometimes even just the thought of opening your door is crippling. Join us in the pursuit to bringing beauty, meaning, and celebration back to the everyday gathering. Go ahead, take your seat. We saved one just for you. 
If you're anything like me, you've always wondered just a little bit about meal subscription boxes. But what if I told you that I have the answer to no advanced meal planning, no grocery shopping, no big messes, and straight to your door restaurant quality meals? Well, with Gobble, you can have all of that. 15 minute restaurant quality meals, you heard that right. With everything pre-chopped, pre-portioned, no need to measure or peel or any of the stuff that drives you nuts on a weeknight, you can have access to a diverse menu of flavors with special options for dietary restrictions, even options for large families and kid-friendly options. With Gobble, you can have all of this delivered right to your door to make your weeknight delicious and so much more simple. Click the link in the podcast notes to get your first six meals for only $36. I promise it's as good as it sounds. Well, welcome, Caitlin. This is so exciting. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Of course. So I'm sure some people are listening, looking at your last name, thinking the same thing. Is she married to John Stamos? And the answer is, in fact, yes, I am. It is (laughs) not the most common last name. (laughs) Yeah. So. <laughs> right. I know you can't really hide behind that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I've read about your incredible story and I know that people can too. You met on a set that you were both acting on together. Um, yeah, you it's kind pretty of... funny. Say it again. It's a funny little story. The short version is he was you playing. Tell it, yeah. well, it's really short. Uh, he was playing a guy who was poking as many holes in the condoms and trying to procreate as much as possible. On <laughs> She was just drinking some water and almost spit in her mic. That was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on Law and Order SVU, and I happen to be the last girl he was poking a condom trying to use it on when he gets arrested. And he's just so dedicated to his role. Eventually, he did. Eventually, we had a son together. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I remember watching that episode, and so I'm going to have to go back and go back. Yeah, and I'm watch in it, it for like split seconds, but I was in lingerie, so it made all of the promos for the show. <laughs> oh my. Gosh. Oh, it's classic. But um, Fuller House kind of brought you guys together, right? It did. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. A friend of mine uh, happened to get a a job on the show. She was playing uh, Candace's like assistant or something like that on the show. And she was staying with me while working on it and invited me down uh, to the taping as like a thank you for crashing on my couch or whatever for the week. <laughs> and he happened to be there. Uh, he wasn't even in the episode, but he was just visiting and he hmm. spotted me there and we reconnected and we didn't start dating them, but that was when we, we got into each other's lives back then. And then uh, a few months later, we started dating. Wow. And here we are that. today. Oh, I love it. Office. I love this. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know a lot of us know him as Uncle Jesse, but what are some things that you wish people knew about him? Mm, well, to start off with the pod, so I'm I'm here to talk about my podcast that I'm starting, <laughs> and I, I'll say that he so he is the most supportive and helpful. Mm. Just like any way, he's constantly thinking. Actually, my, my podcast is called "How Can I Help," and he is constantly asking how can he mm. help, and he's helped me get set up completely and technically, and he always gives me really good notes on on everything I did wrong. <laughs> record (laughs) but i appreciate it i do i appreciate it because he always has very good notes and and yes he's a great actor and he's known for his amazing characters but you may not know that he's also a fantastic writer and a director 
we uh, wrote and he directed a short film we did together and it was so good. He's so hilarious. And I didn't trust him at all, which is funny because he's been in the business for so long. But I kept being like, are you sure this is a good idea? And blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, seriously, seriously, you're going you're gonna to question me. And, and he was right. He was right every single time um, in every single move. He was he's he could be a fantastic director if he wanted to be. Um, is that something that came out already? That um, well, I mean, we, we, it did the, this was, so we first started dating. We did this thinking, he was thinking that I wanted to act more. I did not. I was thinking maybe he'd want to go into directing. He did not. So we we're just kind of doing this oh, man. for each other. But somehow out of it came a really great short film that went, went all around the, uh, like these, the festival circuits and stuff. And we actually never yeah. put it out publicly. Maybe we will someday. I don't know. It's cute yeah. and funny, but it just, we just haven't because we didn't really care Aww. that much about it, I guess. <laughs> Well, it sounds we, great. I want to see it. It's, it's really cute. It's called Ingenue Ish. And because it's, it's like I'm a little older than Ingenue mm-hmm. age, but it was, <laughs> but just trying to make it as an actress and get to an audition. But I keep everything keeps going wrong in the day and I show up like with a bloody nose and all dirty. And it's, it's funny. It's just a cute, funny little thing. Anyway. I love that. I love that it was one of your first projects together too. It makes yeah. me want to see it, see it, see it uh, even more. Well, we figured if we could out, we could survive that together, we can do anything. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know it's like the ultimate test, working together. Right? Yes, it it's is. Like it either makes or breaks you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we survived. You did survive. You did survive. Okay. So the full house cast seems to be a tight knit family. Um, yes. I feel like it's really rare in the industry. Is that how? I mean, is that real behind the scenes? It's rare. It is. It is. Actually, they were all here recently when we were, um, uh, so, you know, we were mourning, uh, yeah, but we were, yeah. we all got, every, everyone got together at our house. Even the Olsen mm-hmm. twins came and, uh, and just like, just to be together and, and to hold each other through that time, uh, for sure. And, but I gotta say, Bob in a lot of ways was the glue. He, yeah. he throughout all the years was, um, still close with, with everybody and, um, and and I feel like we have just sort of worked a little bit harder now to to stay close. Yeah. Um. I actually, I went on a walk just recently with Kelly, Bob's wife, and Lori. And um, Candice is actually a guest on my on my podcast. And yeah. and so we, yeah, we were, yeah. It's still even though the, I mean, even Fuller House has been off, hasn't filmed in a couple of years, and we're still right. we're still we're still close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was it like marrying into that? I mean, you just gave us a little glimpse that you guys are going on walks and mourning together and celebrating together. There used to be uh, some pretty big parties that the creator of the show would throw <laughs> and they would do they were a lot of fun and a lot of singing. Mm-hmm. Bob would actually he'd get up on the mic a lot and John would like to play the drums and 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 there's always a lot of laughter. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can see that everyone is naturally funny in that group. You know, I love it. They wouldn't be such successful sitcom actors if everyone wasn't brilliant in their own right. And so, just hanging around that is a lot of a lot of that, a lot of laughter and a lot of hugs, mm-hmm. a lot of love. That's all very real on and off camera. Wow, wow, I really love that. Um, I just missed it. There was a '90s con in Connecticut. In yes, Hartford. yeah. Did you see KF, that? Yeah, Candice, Dave, uh, Andrea, and Scott Wine were there. Yeah. So I like never have weekend plans. It's kind of pathetic. (laughs) And (laughs) this, um, that weekend I saw nineties con was coming and it was the one weekend I was going away and it was like a serious dilemma. I'm like, do I cancel the plans and go? (laughs) Uh, I mean, it looked like a lot of fun. It did. I didn't make it. So I'm still like regretting my decision, but (laughs) Uh, well, I'm sure there'll be a lot more 
Oh, absolutely. Opening up. It looked so fun. And just like the, the pictures they took and the way they decorated the whole, the whole venue was so, so cool. But okay. So I want to jump back to your relationship a little bit more. So I feel like every picture I see of you and John, you guys are just radiant. So in just a few years, you went though from dating to engaged to married to parents. It was fast. We were that it was is... all simultaneous actually. Yeah. And so what I was thinking as I was just like kind of looking at your timeline is that's a lot of transitions in a relationship, you know, any yeah. relationship and they're yeah. natural and they're all good and all of those things. Um, but as you went, especially into parenthood, what changes did you notice in your relationship? Oh, let's see. Hmm. I, it's so funny because I, I feel it feels like all a blur. <laughs> That's okay. Blur. Um, and my son is now he'll be four very soon. And uh, let's see what's I mean, like definitely we have to work harder on quality time together. You know, we used to just hang out just the two of us all the time, be able to talk all the time. And now our son hates it when we talk. <laughs> I, I feel like my son and my husband are constantly fighting for my attention. And then they both get mad at me when I don't pay attention to them. Like, so it's like, so if I give my son attention, my husband's like, wait, what, what, what about me? And I give my husband attention and my and Billy's like on my back, jumping up and down. I'm like, what? Anyway, and, and then I just find time for myself is the hardest. Um, anyway, but it's that, that, so it's, it's a struggle to struggle to find good quality time, but we try, we try. And also, cause we're and now that I'm working more and John's working on big shot for Disney plus yeah. and, uh, his hours can be really long and, and my hours are all over the place. And plus being a mom, mm-hmm. just, yeah, finding quality time has been very difficult, but we do try to. And, um, and, and I, and I find it, I try really hard to make sure when we do get that quality time, that that conversation is not bombarded with parenting things or things we have to talk about, but try mm-hmm. to talk about big idea things or planning for fun future things. And it's not all about the business of being together in a family. I love that. So big idea things, um, not like honing in on parenting in every conversation. That's so good. I'll say we're not a master at it. We still end up talking about Billy a lot, mm-hmm. but, but I, I well, that's try. good, huh? That's healthy. But it's, there's a goal though. There's a goal <laughs> to, to at least try to, uh, yeah, to talk about other things. Yeah, that's good. That's important and good. Just like reminders. I feel like you can fall into that so easily. Um, we don't have kids yet, but we have the business together and I feel like it's easy to kind of talk about those things all the time and you need a break because yeah. life is so, yeah. you know, you are more well-rounded life has other things yes. that are just yeah. as important and other, you know, glue that keeps you together. So to focus yeah, on that. So I know that John has always wanted to be a dad. I at least read that. Um, yes. and in a recent interview that I saw, um, I saw that he just like gushed about what an incredible mom you are. I heard him say that he trusts you even with some of the hippy dippy things. <laughs> and I laughed. Can, do you know what he's referencing when he said that? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what he thinks. I don't know. Well, I mean, our I will say that our yeah, I guess our our, our doctor does Eastern and Western medicine. And, I love it. And I and my even my dog who's got who was just battling cancer. She had lymphoma and I, you know, she did the Western chemo and stuff. And then I also kind of hippy dippy, but we do the, I did the naturopath for her too. So she's like on these you know, Chinese herbs and stuff, as well as doing Love chemo. It. And you know what? She's been in remission since December. So oh. <laughs> I don't know what exactly is working, but every, you know, I just figure I try all the things and I make her food and I'm, yeah, I'm very, I try to be natural, do natural stuff when I can. Mm-hmm. And that'll always be the first way that I go. And yeah. then I turn to pharmaceutical type stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not working out, mm-hmm. which we do sometimes, sometimes you do just need, I mean, but I'm not, I'm, 
I'm not adverse to trying all of the things. Well, I I think I laughed and I should have prefaced because that's like a common conversation me and my husband have. He's like, he calls it crunchy, but he's like, Kate, that's so crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I heard John say that in the interview, I'm like, okay, Caitlin and I can like really, you know, we can talk the hippy dippy stuff. (laughs) Totally same. It's just, you know, and I'll go back and forth between the things. And yeah, I'm curious though, like hippy dippy stuff aside, um, what are some of the things that you guys differ on? when it comes to parenting? Hmm. What do we differ on? We differ on, we're pretty close to this. I, I feel like we, we might do things a little differently. And, and in some ways I used to get more frustrated about it. Like I would be kind of like, I'd be very specific about bedtime rituals. Mm-hmm. Let's say like I, there's a certain way that I like to do things with my son and my husband will do things differently. And for a while, it would get me a little annoyed. Like, oh, it's not doing it the way that I want. But it doesn't matter. Like, why Like, why get upset about that? He has his way of doing things. I have my way of doing things. As long as he sleeps all night, I don't care. If he doesn't sleep mm-hmm. all night, then I'll say, you get to wake up with him because you put him down and you screwed that up. But, <laughs> but, but no, but like, but really, though, like, there's no, I, cause I, yeah, I would get a little bit anal about when he's in, in bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I go out and he's with him and he does things differently, I might get a little annoyed if I'm, you know, whatever. But it's, but that's such dumb, small stuff to be sweating. Yeah. So I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he's more, he's more quick to give him treats for stuff. And I'm a little less quick at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try, I prefer less sugar, but, but it's so hypocritical because I eat so much sugar. Isn't that funny how that happens? I mean, we're we are a sugar addicted household, um, <laughs> and I can't. And it's and it's and I shouldn't fault any anyone for that as well. For whatever. No, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's funny. We don't have kids yet, but I always said I would never food bribe. And I have this puppy, and he, this puppy has more cheese than anybody ever should. So. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of like, oh, I'm never. I'm not, I'm not going to just stick my kid in front of the TV all the time. I'm like, I watch this quite a bit of TV. I mean, it's yeah. just. It, it it's to judge at all. I I just oh, there's no yeah. more judging. There's just no judging of anyone mm-hmm. in within my family, outside my family. I'm just not gonna. It's you know, parenting is hard. We're just yeah. there to support. Just there to support each other. Not judge yeah. anymore. Um. Well. Okay. So I'm not a mom yet, like I said, but I'm curious. What have your biggest takeaways been as a new mom? Maybe what do you wish the media told us that it doesn't? There was um one thing when I right after you give birth your organs are like like jelly inside you like mm-hmm. they're all they're all loose then right because there was this big placenta there and the baby in there and kind of pushed everything but once that's out everything's all loose and they give you drugs well at least i took the drugs like mm-hmm. motrin or whatever to to <laughs> to not feel the pain of them just moving around when you move and, and at first I was like, oh yeah, fine. I'm just walking around in between the NICU and, uh, and my room or whatever. And I'm, and I'm so, I'm like happy. Like there's something that happens after giving birth where you're just sort of like, at least for me, I was like ecstatic, yeah. all the happy hormones and stuff. And then, and it wasn't, and then they're like, do you want more Motrin? And I thought, no, nah, fine. I feel great. I'm it's wonderful. And then the Motrin wore off. And I was like, oh no, no, I do need Motrin. And then you realize like, oh yeah, that's when I realized, oh, everything is loose and stuff. And then, and it wasn't until after all of that, that I discovered there is a band that you put around your waist that nobody told me about. And they actually have like a, a, a sort of jank version at the the hospital that they'll give you. But online on like Amazon or whatever, they there's this like three part system one and it's super inexpensive. It's like I think it was less than 30 bucks or something. And um, it holds everything in place. And I really believe that it helped me sort of feel back in my body again sooner 
Um, and I, I just, I lived in it and they were like, it, it was, it went around your hips and your waist and it just sort of held everything in place <laughs> that doesn't want to stay in place. Cause you've just given birth and you're jelly. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, so that was one thing that nobody told me about that. I am I'm, I'm glad that I somehow discovered I, walking in the hallways because somebody else had it or something. I was like, wait, what? What is that? I need that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that that's the big one. And then the other one is just feeling okay and not knowing anything. I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I knew not, I did not know how to change a diaper. I, mm-hmm. I was, and I just, just accepting that it's okay to be a sponge and to learn from everyone around you and to accept help from mm-hmm. everyone around you as well. Um, I think there is uh, an uh, expectation that we should be able to do it all. And I and that's just not that's just not going to happen. You need help. You need help from anywhere that you can get it. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you have a friend who is about to give birth or just gave birth, just send over a meal. Maybe like to to sit and hold on to the baby, you know, let Mm -hmm. your friend take a nap. Don't expect anything. And just to give a little bit of time and energy in a meal would be was just would just be nice. A nice thing to do. There's this, I don't know if you use it or if you have in the past, there's this meal train uh, website that makes it so easy to organize like meal delivery. I'm learning called- about all of the, all of the websites. <laughs> yeah, it's so Your intake like, form and oh, Hey awesome. girlfriend, I know some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now it's called like meal train for you, something like super cheesy. Um, and it's free and you could like set it up for someone. And so if someone says, can I bring you a meal? You could send them a link. And it, I, what I like about it too, is it tells you what other people are bringing. So you don't yeah. get like meatballs 15 nights in a row or something. Yeah. yeah. That's you know? so sweet. That's a great website. Yeah. So I'll attach all this goodness. Okay. okay well, on a totally different note, um, you're a Disney fanatic. I have a lot to learn. I've only been once. And my first time yeah, was, okay. as a, look at you. You're so cute. <laughs> what is it? Is it just like all the characters? I missed this it. is all the treats. I've, I've, I was just showing my phone case, which is covered in all of the snacks you can get at Disneyland. So there's like churro, pretzels, ice cream, popcorn, sodas, pizza, mac- the macaroon. Are they, are the macarons big? Yeah. So they're my favorite mac. They have, they have all kinds of macaroons, regular size too. But the, my favorite thing to eat at Disneyland is the raspberry macaroon at the Jolly Holiday Cafe. It's got fresh raspberries in it and it's like, it's, it's rather large. It's the size of maybe four macaroons. Oh, and it's my must eat every time I go there. But they do run out sometimes, and then I, I get. Oh, that'd sad. be sad, huh? <laughs> and then sad. I just eat all the pop. Then I'll eat two popcorns. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> or a Dole Whip. Yes, I love Dole Whip. Oh, it's, man. Uh, it's actually it's vegan. It's a dairy free uh, pineapple. They do pineapple, and there's other flavors now too. Pineapple's a classic, and uh, it's like a frozen yogurt without the yogurt part. It's delicious. Oh, yum. Um, so. You know, I've only been once. It was a senior as a senior in high school. I didn't have oh. I wasn't a foodie then, so I feel like I missed out. Um there's still time. I there is plenty of time, yes. <laughs> um, what do you love about it? And I guess with that, what insider secrets do you think everybody should know? Well, there's definitely the snacks. Uh, <laughs> um, I, so let's see, I, I was actually just this morning giving tips to somebody who was like someone who was like, oh, I'm taking my family down to Disney World. And then I sent them paragraphs. Uh, but, <laughs> but some, uh, but some, something. So for Disney World and Disneyland, they have an app now and it, it tells you all the wait times on it. You can order food for quick service through it. And there's a bunch of other information and stuff. And I highly recommend if you want to maximize your day of rides and things you want to get done to utilize the quick service. 
ordering on the on, on the app. And uh, the earlier you order, you can really control when you're going to you can order ahead and, and have little time periods of when you're going to get the food. And then before and it tells you, oh, are you here at the location, the restaurant to pick up your food? I would click that button when you're about 15 to 20 minutes away from there, when you're walking towards there. So that way it, it cuts down on the wait time once you've arrived at your destination. Then you could just pick up your food and eat instead of sitting there waiting for your food. And yeah, that'll save you a bunch of time. And then if you're just going with you or one other person, I highly recommend solo trips, by the way. Wow. Uh, I feel like so many people go, oh, I'll go when I have my kids. You're wasting a lot of time <laughs> because it's so much more fun without children. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Or it's for different reasons, different ways. Yeah. Like it's beautiful to be able to see it through their eyes and relive your childhood through their eyes. But also through your own eyes. Do it through your own <laughs> eyes as an adult. Because you might have a kid who's like, you might have a kid who's like, oh, I'm too scared to ride this ride or not tall enough for this ride or or you have to stop for potty breaks all the time or whatever. None mm-hmm. of that. If you go by yourself or just like one other person, there's it cuts down on your, oh, what are we going to do next? You just, it's like done. It's like, just you, do what, it. Yeah. what do I want to do? This is what I'm doing. What do I want to eat? This is what I'm eating. There's no like, <laughs> well, should we get Mexican or the burgers? Well, I don't know. What are you in the mood for? None of that. Um, so yeah, highly recommend going just as adults and on, and, and, one of the best things you could do as an adult at Disney World is drink around the world. <sighs> there's a whole at Epcot, they have you could like there's there's like bars and food and it's that's the considered the sort of adult park. They all are really. You can have fun at all of them. But that's like a fun thing and they always they do several festivals throughout the year with extra special events and if you're a foodie it's fun to just like go and have little bites to eat all around these other countries and uh and that's really fun. And um oh and also and if you are just you and another person you want to maximize the ride experience mm-hmm. then for an extra like at least at Disneyland's 20 bucks. I don't know what it's at Disney World but a little bit extra money and you can mm-hmm. fast pass. You can get on a bunch of the rides for and fast pass and, and a go. And it's and that's another way to maximize your day. Do you go on rides when you're solo tripping? <laughs> oh yeah. And then you can utilize single single rider lanes too on some of the rides. Um and that's a faster way to get through. Uh yeah, those are those are my recommendations. I love those. I'm kind of ready to drink around the world now. It is fun. It's fun. I'm actually, you know, I'm not a big drinker, but I, I know people who've done it. It's a lot of fun. Some people can't make it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I always like make alcohol references. I like really only drink wine. I'm kind of boring. So it would be a short you can, yeah, drinking yeah. around the world. <laughs> yeah. I like see I'll do like I like a, a few sips of a cocktail, you know, like split a cocktail in a few different places around the world. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me it's eating. Like I love to eat and snack. Yeah. Pop like I said, popcorn's so good. And at Epcot, they have the German. They have uh the in Germany, they've got the caramel popcorn. And that's a must do every time I go there. Oh, I'm getting I'm hungry. It's lunch. I know, right? We're talking about popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> We were at a uh, some carnival or like festival recently, and I got kettle corn, and it wasn't crunchy. Mm. It was just like dusted with sugar. I was like, "This is not no, kettle corn." Satisfactory. No, no. I, yeah, absolutely. My husband didn't get it, but <laughs> I'm definitely getting some popcorn soon. Now. Oh man, I know, right? <laughs> I have some like there's this brand Lesser Evil, and they make like yes, seasonal. I love it. That's Isn't what I was thinking. So... I think I might have some in my pantry. Stop. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, we should eat it while we finish. No, because <laughs> I have some too. I know, right? That'd be great for everyone <laughs> listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, on a little bit of a more serious note, you are getting ready to release your podcast called How Can I Help? Um, and honestly, 
I just loved the mission statement behind this. I think feel like Thank it's you. so refreshing in the podcast space, um, genuinely. And I feel like, yeah, so I feel like I connect to you so much in this, just with um, this kind of like worldview, just how you approach life and relationships and really just like, how can I help? So I want to hear more about um, what led you to start it and what can we expect? So a little over a year ago, I started doing these Instagram lives on my Caitlin Skybound Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And just to, just talk to people where we the world was shut down and mm-hmm. there were some people doing interesting things and people who had things they wanted to say and I wanted to share my platform with them. And then after a little while, Citizens of Sound, my production company, came to me and was like, hey, you should turn this into a podcast. And I'm like, I don't know. At the time, I was busy with a pod at my house. I had like 12 kids. I was teaching preschool, too. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then during the shutdown time, and, and it was beautiful and fun, but I'm now retired. Uh, once that once my, my son went to regular preschool, I thought, okay, I think this might be the time to start thinking about this. And mm-hmm. And I... And I really, I want, if I was going to do it, I knew it had to be about helping others. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to do it if it was anything else. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I could do like a Disney one or something, but, <laughs> but I, that, I would love that too. But I, it just, it, I really just want to share my platform, my space with anyone who is making a positive impact in the world and figure out how I can mm-hmm. help. I feel like a lot of people out there have their one cause or, or are trying to think of of what their one cause can be. Mm-hmm. I I want to help everyone <laughs> in any way I can. Yeah. And then so I and so that's what this is about. And I it's, it has started with just people I know, people mm-hmm. I know who are doing great things and just having them on. And I'm hoping to expand that community in season mm-hmm. 2 and I already I mean I just announced uh, on Instagram just this week that I'm doing it. Already I've gotten a couple of DMs from people saying like, hey, I know someone else is doing this awesome thing. And yeah. and of course, then I want to I want to interview that person, do some research mm-hmm. and, and and learn about that. And so I'm already working on a season two. Amazing. And then I, yeah, and it's, so I have a call in feature too, where I, I want people to call in and tell me about the amazing thing those friends are doing and leave their number mm-hmm. and I'll call them and I'll, you know, just, just all this community just keep growing. And everyone that I talk to, I ask how I can help, whether that's donating, volunteering some time. And so I've actually gone out in the field and done some work. Our first mm-hmm. our first episode is called Help uh, Help Abuse Children with Child yeah. Help Organization. And I took a group of those kids to Universal Studios because wow. they could use some smiles. Uh, these kids have been traumatized immensely. And to see them smile, there's no greater gift. And uh, and on top of that, I try to get sponsors involved, too. So Loungefly mm-hmm. was my first sponsor, and they donated wow. 100 backpacks to the Kids of Child Help, which I thought mm-hmm. was so incredible, mm-hmm. but besides supporting our show. And uh, and, and then the, the next episode is how to help uh, people who are experiencing homelessness. Wow. And I took my son, both of these occasions, actually, I took my son to, with the Kids of Child Help, and I took my son to an Ill- Illumination Foundation house where they have, have families and everyone there to qualify, you have a kid under five. So this is entire families who were mm-hmm. just, who are trying to get off the streets. And some of them, like they were just, you know, and, and they're not, these are, these are just, any, anybody can be just one paycheck away, one medical emergency away from being homeless. And so mm-hmm. to spend time with these families and uh, Jujube bags actually donated uh, baby bags to these families, and we got wow. brought food and brought toys and stuff. And it was so fun to spend time with these with these people. And and I think that just hearing their stories, because I also I try to interview somebody who's gone through it. Um, so wow. for the child help episode, someone who was a kid who went through it and is now an adult now and talked about <laughs> her experience and 
And then I also talked to another woman named Caitlin, by the way, another one of us, <laughs> uh, who was homeless for a time and spent time in jail and has crawled, like, climbed her way out of that and is breaking that cycle of homelessness, not just in her family, but in others as well, and is helping pull other people out of it. And so I think it's so important to humanize a lot of these issues that face us yeah. and to do whatever we can to help end these these yeah. um, these challenges that face us. I like that word you use to humanize the challenges. That's powerful. Yeah. Cause I feel like so often we can create distance or feel like there's distance yes. in between, but I mean, yes. there, I mean, if COVID taught us anything, it's that so many people around us um, are struggling, right? Like, Absolutely. you know, yeah, yeah. Every day, not just in a pandemic. Yeah. And even if we're struggling, I still feel like, like when I'm having my hard days, I'll feel better <laughs> when I'm focusing on how I can help others. Right. <laughs> and even if things are going good right now, I'll still just feel better. It's yeah, selfish. it's selfish, really. <laughs> I'm helping. It just it just make me feel better. But it, really, though, it's um, I, I I think it would just and it could just be a ripple effect in the whole world of kindness yeah. and, and making the world a better place. Isn't that what I we all want to do. <laughs> yeah, and I love I love your um heart to connect people with ways to serve in the area too. So whether it's volunteering or giving, because I feel like um everyone is always asking, like you said, how can I help? This yeah. is a great. And Great sometimes resource. it's a really, and sometimes it's a real, it's a really small ask, like mm. calling your congressman, hmm. or or an emailing your congressman, and that really takes just seconds, and you know you're not having to go anywhere to do it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, one thing I've learned too in the past few years is just how much more powerful our voice is in government than I ever thought it was growing up. When I was growing up, I just thought, oh, it's a bunch of old white dudes that run the country, and it never really occurred to me that I could do anything more yeah. than vote. But there is a lot more that we can do and have a big impact. Um, and I, I think that we, our government could be doing more for us. Hmm. And so I've got a couple of episodes that are that are about that uh, coming up. One is how to help common sense gun laws, which mm-hmm. is a really big one. I talked to two parents who lost their children, one who is the father of someone in the Parkland shooting and one wow. who is a, a mother whose son went on a play date and didn't come home. And there is actually there's a very simple, easy law that both sides of the aisle should be able to get um, behind. And that's just if you own a gun, you better you got to keep it locked up. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if something happens with it that that you did not intend, you are still responsible for it. Mm -hmm. And that and that has been passed statewide in a few places, but not nationally. And so they're working on that now and to talk to the the parents who are behind that and wanting to get behind that and make Mm -hmm. our world a safer place for our children is I think hopefully something we can all get behind. Definitely. Definitely. Powerful stuff. And yeah, I'm grateful yeah. that you're covering kind of like the full scope yes. of topics too, you know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of topics. And then I get lighter yeah. too, just because a lot of it is heavy <laughs> and you'll, you will hear some really emotional, there's some heart-wrenching really, but it's inspiring still stuff. And yeah. again, it, and I feel like it's in some ways it's learning about the news, but in, when you just watch the news, it's just feels so overwhelming and daunting. And I'm hoping that through this podcast, you'll learn stuff. But because there's an actionable item, it's not as depressing because there is something we can do about it. There are ways we can improve the situation. But because it is kind of heavy, I decided to throw a light, a light episode in there. And that's about uh, how, how to help my listeners have the best day at Disneyland, which I just gave you some <laughs> of the tips. But I have a whole, I brought on like, I think it's like seven of my Disney influencer friends. And we all just like round table oh. the best, the ways to have the best day at Disneyland. And so just, just, just because I am me and I have to throw in that little part of my personality yes. too. And the, and so it's not, not everything is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> well something um 
that you told me that made me laugh is that you said that you are a fail. This is your quote, your words. You are a failure at organizing your house. <laughs> yep. Talk, talk <laughs> to me about this. So, and the reason I'm asking too, is because I gather we focus a lot on um, organizing your house to feel comfortable with hospitality. So tips and tricks to organize ahead of time to feel comfortable. So why, why do you feel like you're a failure? I just feel like we are constantly organizing. And I feel like if I had the place, if someone, if someone could just make it perfect, then maybe I know where everything go, you know, like put things always in the same place. I'm constantly looking for everything. And I feel like my pantry is always a mess. My fridge is always a mess. Playroom's a disaster, you know, stepping on things. And, you know, some of that is just having a four-year-old and it's just, that just the reality of life is we're constantly cleaning and, Stuff, but I just, I if I, yeah, the closet is just, I don't know. I maybe I would know what to wear if I could see everything. I don't know. I just, I just feel like everywhere I look is just ugly. And when you look at Instagram, it's all picture perfect. Mm. And I just have it. I haven't gotten that down. I haven't. Got- the reason I even asked is because I think it's so relatable to, you know, I think it's one of those things that everyone wishes they could improve. But shout out to our friends at Neat Method. Do you follow them? No, but I need to. Yes, you do. Neat method. Neat method. They're all over the country. So it's one parent organization and they have, um, uh, they don't call it franchises. They call it markets across the country. And so you find the market in your area and they have a team of organizers and they'll come to your house and either give you a consultation or they'll do exactly what you said. And this isn't sponsored. We just love them. But, um, Oh, oh, you know what? I am following them. Neat method. Yeah. See, I follow these people who know how to put their house together. (laughs) I just don't, I just don't do it. (laughs) Or I try, I try and I fail. I try over and over and over again. And every once I'll be like, oh, it looks nice. And then five minutes later, hurricane disaster. I know. And there's grace for that, right? Like that's totally life. Like you said, but if people wanted to take, they actually teach classes on our hospitality Academy for organizing. If you want to do it yourself, I know, or you could just hire them, which is just, just do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's brilliant though. Okay. Now, all right. Now I'm already following them. I don't know why I would, I would trust them with my house for sure. Like easily. All right. Good to know. Thank you. Hopefully that's a solution to that problem. That pain point for you, but following was the first step. Next step. Yeah. Contact for help. Starts with a yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we ask all of our um, guests, the same three questions and I want to hear from you too. Um, what is something you've eaten recently and loved magpie soft serve? Oh my I gosh. Know, what I, is that? It's, I think it might just be an LA thing, but it's, like, they do it's, it's a, uh, so it's soft serve yogurt, but they have vegan and gluten-free and I am currently uh-huh. dairy-free and gluten-free. Uh-huh. So, and it, it's delicious. It's feel like it's hard to find outside of Disneyland's Dole Whip. It's hard for me to find ice cream. That's delicious that I can eat without wrecking uh-huh. my digestive system. <laughs> yeah. And I can do it and I do it. It's so good. I've actually, I had, uh, I had some yesterday afternoon and evening. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so good. But it's an, it's an, I think they do oat milk base and that's what oh. makes it. It's a, it's, it stays smooth and creamy even in the pint, which is oh. – anyway, I'm fantasizing about it right now. <laughs> so I'm actually gluten-free and dairy-free too. My favorite at-home ice cream is called Eat Mud. It's a um, – it's coconut cream-based sweetened with dates and it's just like the creamiest. So good. Yeah, cre- yeah creamy. Oh, it's so hard. Right? To Not icy well, – if you come out to LA, I'll take you to Magpies. 
Okay, let's go. I, I've never been to California, so all of these reasons to come, right? <laughs> so many reasons. That, that, that alone is a good reason. Yeah, I'll be there in five. I promise I you. <laughs> also, we have really good gluten-free pizza out here. Oh, come on. Like, I know. I know. I'm really selling California. <laughs> I know. Good. I'm like over here in it's a good blanket here. in Connecticut. Like, <laughs> I know you can't see it, but I'm... Anyways, I'll be there in a few days. Yeah. Um, Okay. A gathering you've attended that made you feel a particularly strong sense of belonging. And if you can pinpoint it, what made you feel that way? Mm, I had a blast. It was my friend Christy's birthday party on Saturday. And it was the first time we were out like that since Mm -hmm. the before times, since B.C., (laughs) <laughs> the most recent music. And it felt so good to be around everyone. But one and just and it was a lot of writer, a lot of creative types, and it was a lot of fun. Wow. And that's why I loved it. And just a sweet, just a party atmosphere. And I hadn't been around that in a while. And I also it was loud. It was like at night past my bedtime. <laughs> and I felt young and it felt good. And I was yelling so loud just to be able to talk. I'm like, oh, I haven't experienced this since like my early 20s. Oh. <laughs> and so it just it, it was just felt good because mm-hmm. it brought me back to, you know, a different time period in my life. OK. And the last thing um, is something you found to be beautiful lately. It could be anything. Mm, you know what I found beautiful? I find beautiful every night is I love part of my my good night routine with my son mm-hmm. and it's when uh we read our books and we do our chat and every night we talk about what we're grateful for mm-hmm. and hearing him hearing his little almost four-year-old heart say what he's thankful for and then at the very end of the night when i i, I put on like a little story for him to fall asleep like a little like so always wanting the poo he loves the same poo and that's sort of like his like going to sleep thing and and then i'm about to leave and he goes wait i want to tell you one more thing and you always, and it's usually something around, I love you, or I'm going to give you a hug in the morning or some, something really sweet. And that for me is just always the most beautiful thing in the world. And then he's asleep. Hmm. How old is he? Is it four? Almost four. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet that you're like instilling that in him so young, you know, those types of things. Stick. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, he's still a cocky little brat. <laughs> I was just talking about this. This, this is actually funny. He, um, <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, we love all our next door neighbors and stuff. He went across the street to play a little ball with the dad across the street and his wife was, he's like, Oh my, you know, Allison's going to be home soon. And he, and my son goes, Oh, I should stick around. She'll be really happy to see me. <laughs> and like, and he's like, right. He's right. But it's also like, you oh, one cocky little, little boy right now. And I immediately went home and bought him this. He really loves these ninja series of books. Like, and it's, and it, there's a humble ninja book. And I immediately bought that. I'm like, I need to, I need to work on his humility a little bit. <laughs> but he is a sweetheart. And a, yeah, and instilling gratitude and, and all of the social, emotional um, yeah. EQ things are, is really important to me. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Good reminders too. Well, where can people find you? Find all the things. Ah, well, um, my, my big thing is I get my main social media is uh, Caitlin Skybound. And I just recently started Twitter and I'm going to start posting on there on a how can I help pod, I believe. I think that's what it is. And then I, I just started started TikTok too, which I think is Caitlin McHugh Stamos. As you can see, I'm very involved in these things, but I'm going to be. I'm going now that I've started this podcast, which is how can I help? And there's a website, how can I help pod.com. And uh, and you can check out the podcast any I think on Apple and Spotify and uh, and uh, yeah and I'm really excited March 28th it's out so if this is yeah. airing after that that's when you can start checking out the episodes and yeah really Sweet. exciting stuff thank Very you so much exciting. 
Absolutely. I was looking at the date. I'm like, what day is it? Isn't it a I blur? Don't know. Yeah, it's all a blur. It's, yes. <laughs> it's like it was a week. It's a week from like today. It is. It is. Well, very, very ah! exciting. I know. Very exciting. We'll celebrating that with you. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. This was thank rich. You. All the things, parenting, yeah. Disney, podcasting, all of, all all of it, all of it. Thanks guys. We will see you next week. Thank you.